Marilyn made. Be who you are. Do what you want. The podcast. Brought to you by the number one student athlete development program in the world. Hello, I am Sydney Strong, the community engagement intern in the Maryland May unit. Welcome back to another episode of the Maryland May podcast. The Maryland May podcast provides timely, relevant, and practical information to empower student athletes to explore their potentials and pursue their passions. Tis the season of giving. I am grateful to be able to have this conversation today with special guests, Gloria Aparacio Blackwell, and she is the Director of Community Engagement from the Office of Community Engagement. Let's dive into this conversation regarding the importance of community, the collaboration between the Office of Community Engagement and Maryland Athletics, and how to get involved to leave an impact. So we're going to start with segment one on what is community. Gloria, to start this conversation, share with us your background and what it is you do here at the University of Maryland. Sydney, thank you so much for having me you, having me here in your program. How excited I am. Uh, as you say, I'm Gloria Paricio Blackwell and I've been here for 25 years. So I was a student at one point, went away and came back because I said, this is my alma mater. And my alma mater means a lot in a way that is conducive to get involved in so many things. And it's a huge campus. So I have been doing this work for the past 20 years in community engagement. And it's building relationship, not only on campus, but also with the surrounding neighborhoods. Of course, the university has the overarching that is the state, you know, national, international, Right. My little office of four people, the mighty <laughs> four, we go around next to us, the city of College Park, Landley Park, Riverdale, Baltimore Avenue. So you name it, those are our members, our partners, are the people that we wanted to hear and collaborate. And athletic has been a critical component of this work that we do. We cannot do it without the support from the campus community, community, but with departments like yours. So we are we're in debt, we're grateful, and we're excited that we are here today. And we wanted to tell you that community is the place that you make it to be. And for us is College Park, is the University of Maryland. We're not in an island, we're part of a community. We're in the state of Maryland, and what a better place to be. What a better place. That was awesome, Gloria. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for dedicating 20 years here in College Park. A lot of people, you know, come back home and, you know, go move somewhere else and then come back home again. But you've just been dedicated and you just stayed here because you just love the community. So let's move into the, the next question. What type of work is done in the Office of Community? You shared that there is a mighty four. So can you tell us about that mighty four? Listen, the mighty four that we have, uh, what, what they do is we listen to our community. So we go out, we meet with the community leaders, faith-based organizations. We meet with the nonprofit organizations, small businesses, big businesses, 
And we tried to see what are the interests and how do they relate with the mission of this institution. And nine out of 10, we found that we have so much commonalities that at the end, they wanted to be meeting other people that look like us, that wanted to that feel like us. And they also wanted to carry their, their idea of making their community a better place, take it to that next level. So for us, the Mighty team, we just get uh, phone calls. Hey, could you come here and help us to get volunteers to do mentoring or to do cleanup or to do beautifications or even to come to the classroom and, and do some talks about the particular subject, math, engineering, even engineering at that age and the small age, they're looking to see what an engineer does and what an athlete also is part of this uh, community, what do they do? Because they also have to go to classroom and how they manage their time and how they are successful in both entries in the, being athletic, being an athlete, and also being good in the classroom. So all those areas, we try to engage in those conversations. Then we come in, on, into campus. When we're on campus, we meet with faculty, we meet with the staff, we, we meet with the students and groups like yours, Sydney, and we try to see what is it that you would like to do. And nine out of 10, they said, we want to have a community-based project, which that mean the people that I've met outside, listen, here's the interest. They're trying to bring elementary students, middle school students to come and see come to see a game or even to see a clinic about how to play soccer, how to play football, how to be in a basketball arena, how to even do all the sports that perhaps they don't even see themselves in those sports, but they see the reality, the opportunity that we can give them. So those are the kind of things that we try to, to get involved in educational, recreational, and anything that a skill set development, and also to uh, bring to the community anything that they are looking for to enhance that we have those resources and we can collaborate. Capacity building has been a tremendous uh, request from our uh, nonprofit organizations. So that is another way for us to support those while they're taking care of the basic needs that our community have been facing, particular after the pandemic. It was worse and imagine with the pandemic. So we're still in that situation, it's getting better, but we still have a, a lot of our community members that are still struggling. And we want to make sure that we're there to support their mission of, of helping and saving our humankind. Well, Gloria, it sounds like you and your Mighty Four are very involved in the community and whoever wants to be involved, whether it's in the university or in College Park or helping with elementary schools, they need to contact your office because you have all the opportunities whether they're seeking for something they are interested in or they're unsure about, you are are all the go-to people. Yes, please. And, and that's that's exactly right, uh, Signe. We, we try to, it doesn't matter, of course, our area is just the city of College Park and our surrounding neighborhood, but we have connections. As I said, uh, as I always said, the institution, the, the University of Maryland is the state of Maryland is about regional, is about state, is about the nation, is about globally. So you name it, we can we can find the connection. All right. And so moving on to what the definition of community is, it's a community of a social group whose members have something in common, just, you know, how you mentioned, uh, Gloria, 
um, whether that's geographic location, like you said, the, the state of Maryland, it's cultural, it's heritage. So can you share what your uh, definition of community is? The definition of community is uh, once again is where we where we are and in what are the who who is in our community are we are we just uh, dealing with young people or we're dealing with a uh, uh, generational so we have a multi generations in, involvement so how do we how do we bring them all together how do we uh, try to uh, do something that is going to be impacting in a good way all those members in our community. So in, in reality, in this area here in College Park, we have a diversity uh, in our own communities. We have language, we have culture, we have a, race, a group of individuals with different races and all of that. And that brings so much energy to the discussion. I tell the students, I, they mentioned to me sometimes, oh, I want to go to South America because I want to learn the language. And I said, well, if you want to give it a trial, go to Lonely Park, which is the backside of the university, and you go to Lonely Park, you're going to be immersed in the Spanish-speaking community. So that is another way to kind of explore what we have around, what amenities. I always see our community, what they bring, what the assets that are in our community that can enhance our experience, particularly for the students that are coming here for a four, five, or six year uh, staying, but they can really take advantage of what we get, this community got to offer. Wow, Gloria, you just shared a totally different definition of community. If I'm looking to explore in a particular language, learn about a different heritage or history, or just seeking involving in the community, I need to go to the Office of Community Engagement because the Mighty Foreign You will be able to assist me and put me in the right direction. So let's move on to segment two, collaborations with Maryland Athletics. In your history here at UMD, what has the involvement been between athletics and the Office of Community Engagement been like? And how have you seen it grow over the years? Oh, my goodness. I, like I said, this is an in, uh, integral part of the mission of this institution. Athletics uh, brings so much to who we are and what we do. And one of the things that I feel is having the, uh, the exposure the exposure to even to come and, and even to come to see a game. And I remember all those uh, opportunities that have been given to the community to come and, and see the, the basketball, the women's basketball, the men's basketball and the soccer games. As I mentioned to you, we have a, a large contingent uh, South American and a lot of uh, African communities where they value so much soccer. So that has been that opportunity to interact but it's not only to come to see the game. We get the students to do mentoring and tutoring. We get the students to work with us uh, through Good Neighbor Day. As you know, this is an event that it takes place in, in the fall. It used to be in the spring, but now we move it to the fall. And it's basically about this partnership that we have with the city, Parks and Recreation in Prince George's County. And basically is for us to bring the campus community outside. So the students have been able to beautify and clean up all these parks, uh, all the, uh, also to come into the schools and, and try to build, uh, do some beautification in the schools. And that is the valuable connection because when you go into those areas, A, you get to see, oh my God, here's Lake Ademisia. And I ask a lot of people, do you, have you been in Lake Ademisia? 
And people say, hmm, where is that at? So here we go. Come to, to Labor Day and you will find Lake Artemisia. And when you see Lake Artemisia, it's, it's an oasis in the middle of this urban setting. And you feel that you are so far away and you are just a couple less than a the two, less than two miles away. So when you see that, it's that 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 connectivity. So having them to be the tutors and mentors, having them to spend time in coming to see our campus community surrounding uh, areas, to be able to get the staff in athletic to go and do career day in one of our local elementary school, that speaks volume. Because I know they have a lot of commitment, particularly the students to go to the classroom and also to fulfill their, uh, their, their, their skills, their athletic skills in order to do well in the games, but they also take their time to say, listen, we wanted to share with, with the students. We wanted to have a webinar to talk about our experiences. So they have been able to do it, particularly in Good Neighbor Day. And the last thing that they just did as we are doing donations for the uh, for the food drive, what we have seen is that we were able in, uh, to showcase uh, a field the buzz in one of the games. And that was something that put a little bit of a, uh, 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 this action into a map by saying, we know, we hear you, and we're here to support this effort that is not only supporting our, uh, our university community, but also the surrounding area. Thank you so much for that, Gloria. Yes, this collaboration with Maryland Athletics has been great. As the community engagement intern, I get to select which partners we collaborate with here in athletics. The Office of Community Engagement has been a great collaboration so far with our Student Athlete Advisory Committee and the staff within athletics. During my time here, we partnered with your office for a donation drive competition in the fall of 2021, where the women's soccer team donated the most out of all the teams and won a piece of party sponsored by you all, uh, the Office of Community Engagement. And then in addition for uh, the filibus that you just mentioned that they participated in at that football game on October 8th. Who doesn't like a competition every now and then? They are athletes. Of course they do. We're currently in our month of giving where SAC hosts their annual donation drive. Again, we're partnering with you all to support the community of two community organizations, the UMD Campus Pantry and the College Park Food Bank. Can you tell us more about why you chose these two organizations to donate our products to? Listen, I I have seen it and I have I've been listening to the stories, not only from the community surrounding us, but even from our own campus um, individuals that, that are part of our community that are, that are struggling at this time and, and having some food insecurity. So this is critical. This is not a game. This is not something that we just kind of out of the hat. Let's see if this is the one that we're going to pull. This is because they, they are in need. They are in People need support on this. And I'm pleading all of you, um, the Terrapin Company, the Terrapin Development Company has given us a match of $5,000. So we are hoping to reach $10,000, $5,000 for each organization. Please help us. Right now, we're very low, but by November 12th, I have no doubt that our TERPs 
and our community outside of the university can come together to support us and not only do 10,000, perhaps we can increase that number. So I challenge you to help us. I know some of the students may not be able to buy a canned good or something like that, but if they stop drinking one day, whether it's a Starbucks or any other brand, $5, you give it to us. If we all put together, I know we can do this. I know we can. You all heard it. Gloria said, donate, donate, donate. Find a way to donate. Outside of the donation drive, Gloria, what are other ways that our student athletes and staff can get involved specifically with your office and your program offerings outside of Good Neighbor Day that you'd mentioned in the donation drive? Listen, there are opportunities. Once again, uh, this mentoring and tutoring is for real. They are looking a lot. Uh, that's what we get a lot of requests. Others is just to support and be volunteers in, in community in community events and in um, beautification projects. So those are some others that we also get a lot of requests. Uh, one of the other that is the back to school supplies. This is a particular in the summer. Uh, we have seen a lot of from the school sending it to us. Is it possible to, to get uh, your students and your community to get us uh, all these uh, supplies that perhaps uh, will help the students uh, in the schools not to be thinking about that I need to buy this, but I can't. So if we can provide that. But basically it's about showing up, it's about uh, doing sharing your knowledge and sharing your experience uh, getting to talk in the schools in the area, that's another way to, uh, to share the story about what is it to be in a, an institution like, a, like in the University of Maryland. What is it to be uh, playing in a place like here on campus? What is it to play in a Big Ten? What, it, what is that all about? And believe me, the more that we can share our students in the area, in particular the black and brown communities, we are going to take them to think about, this is what I wanna be, this is what I want to be part of. And if we can create that energy and those thoughts and those dreams, we're gonna be hitting a home run in here. Yes, yes, thank you so much for that. So we were talking about the student athletes and being involved. Um, why do you think student athletes want to participate in any community initiative um, opportunities? You know, I, it's kind of interesting because I got, I'm going to tell you the story of one of the students that came here and he was um, studying, uh, studying uh, pre-med and he realized that he was very introverted. So I took him, we took him to the event outside and uh, in the community and he was talking, we give them the script. So he was kind of following that. A Couple months later, uh, he was just following his, uh, uh, feeling love his application. He came back and gave us a card and the card said, because of that experience, I, I was able to tell people why it's important to be talking to the community. And I learned so much from those interactions because what it gave me, if I'm going to be a doctor, I need to listen. I need to understand what are the challenges that our communities are facing and what is it that I need to do in my world, in my line of work to be helping or to be addressing those challenges and those issues that they might bring. 
And I never put those two together because, you, of course, you do your events, you do your programming, but having that impact. And then he just said, I, I, nine out of 10, I feel that this is, I got selected and I was ill because I was able to tell the story how good I'm going to be in doing my job. So for the students here, what I tell you for the athletes is about once you're getting your skills in, their, in whatever sport you are playing, but you're also getting your education. And when you are moving away from this place, you're going to be part of another community. And then you're going to realize, I did this in College Park. What else can I do where I go and wherever I go into another state or I stay here in the state of Maryland? What how I how do I engage with others? What other nonprofits are out there that I can also be supported? What are other schools that I can be part? So because you already have gained this set of skills, and you will realize, wow, I really got a lot of energy, good energy out of these interactions. So that's what I feel that the students can be able to be um, uh, getting gaining a lot out of this when they go out in the outside world. All right, there are so many community initiatives, student athletes. Gloria just shared one of the stories that was really impactful. Um, and if you all feel that way, please continue to reach out in the community, especially to that dynamic four. All right, moving on to segment three. How can anyone listening, um, anyone here on campus get involved in the community? So, Gloria, now that we know what community is, how the partnership between athletics and OCE has grown over the years, and how people can get involved with your, off your office, let's, ex uh, let's explore the local, national, and global communities that we should be looking to assist moving forward. What is so special about working specifically within the PG County community? Well, I'm going to say that uh, uh, we, uh, as an institution that is part of the Prince George's uh, community, Prince George's County, uh, we really wanted to uh, make sure that we can support, because the county is big. So uh, having the opportunity to extend from the, we are located in the Northern part of, uh, of Prince George's that we can go and extend to other localities. Um, it will be taking a little bit longer to get there, but, uh, but they also have that, that, that desire to be involved with us. So I think that is a matter of uh, contacting us. I always tell people that our uh, ways to get connected at oce.umd.edu uh, immediately can get you into our website. And if you wanna just to send an email because you're curious about you know, what else? What else do I want to go? I already did so, much, so many things in, in, in College Park and in the surrounding areas of College Park. What about the southern part of Prince George's? What are the challenges? What are the, the, the possibilities for, for us to get involved? So OCE at umd.edu is another set of emails. And of course, we have our social, uh, social media. So that is another way for you to, to connect. So I think that is uh, it's just 
figure it out. What exactly do you want to do? Uh, what is the area that if is a supporting the homeless community, supporting the refugee community, it is supporting the immigrant community, particularly if you know other languages, uh, where we need so many people to help and assist us in that communication channel. So those are the kind of uh, uh, expertise and also the, the kind of uh, uh, consideration that we're giving to people as they start navigating, what do I want to do? What, what, what is it that the community would like for me to be part of? Okay. Sounds like any, any avenue you all want to explore in the community, PG County is the community for that. And of course, OCE and Gloria will be able to point you in the right direction. <laughs> Gloria, do you feel like since the start of COVID-19, the willingness to give back has shifted the way people get involved in the community? If so, what have been some of those challenges that you have seen? You know that, uh, and you're right, um, particularly when we we saw the, the issue of the COVID and no having and people, the food insecurity, getting access to um, the vaccination, uh, at that time, uh, we start getting a lot of phone calls. Where do we contribute? Where do we send uh, food? Of course, the uh, going into places was a little bit limited, but there were locations that people were having, um, uh, and the access was uh, fine for them. So they got involved in, in giving that. It, it was incredible to see that it was not difficult to get people to donate immediately, okay, how much, what is, what is the challenge? What, where do we need to, to provide the restaurants that needed to provide support to the, the families that were food insecure? So all of that, I feel that, yes, we got an influx and we got a lot of people that wanted to be a solution uh, to, the, to the challenges that the community was facing and still facing today, but I see that they would step to the plate. I, I, that really gave me a sense of hope a sense that humanity is still there and that we're working together to preserve humanity. So that's that's what I, 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 I feel the change, the, the feel of, of being part of the solution, of being part of, a, yes, there was so much misinformation, disinformation, but as people step to the plate and to say, our community is in, in pain, let's put it together and let's do it. So, it, and, and it's not only been for the COVID-19, uh, when we have a recent tornado around around here that uh, this area was impacted, uh, uh, senior uh, living facility call us immediately. What we need some food? Um, we, we cannot because there was not an issue with electricity, and we immediately call the restaurants around and they step to the plate. It, it was unbelievable to getting 125 meals ready in a matter of a second. So. You, you see that people care and you see that people are, are there in time, in time of crisis. So um, I, I'm really pleased and I'm, I'm very proud of our community and, and I'm so glad to be part of this story. Yes, Gloria. It just, I'm lost for words. The community gives back, whether it's a, uh, the social disaster, whether it's a tornado, whether people just want to volunteer, every day, all day, people are just willing to to give back. 
And I just love that because they are creating an impact, whether it is large or small. Lastly, to have a little fun <laughs> to end the conversation, I like to do a little rapid fire questions with you. When volunteering, do you prefer morning shifts or evening shifts? Oh, that was difficult. So this is difficult <laughs> because sometimes I don't feel good in the morning, but I'm going to go with the morning. The morning. morning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is the best way to get students to sign up to volunteer? to volunteer through QR codes or on flyers or websites or sign up? QR codes. All right, QR codes. I learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like students prefer volunteering inside or outside? You know, I feel that it's more outside. I like more to outside. be outside, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. When creating the best atmosphere for volunteering, do you think music or no music is better? Music. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then do you like coffee or tea better? Coffee. Coffee. Oh, you're a coffee person. I am. Um, <laughs> my husband will say no. Tea, no coffee. <laughs> I am. I'm a coffee person sometimes, oh. but not all the time. Okay. And then the last question of rapid fire. What's your favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. What's your favorite topping? Pepperoni. Pepperoni. <laughs> I think one day we're going to have to grab a slice of pepperoni pizza because that is also uh, my favorite pizza. But my favorite food is macaroni and cheese. Mm, well, that too. <laughs> It's hard to it had to choose <laughs> so many. Yes, it is hard to choose. All right, looking for ways to give back to the community you live in. Follow the Maryland Made Terp social media accounts and check out the Office of Community Engagement website to get started leaving an impact in your community. Tis the season of giving. Gloria, thank you for being my guest. Go Terps! Oh,